Hi and welcome to Woodside Weekly, bite-sized, digestible, authentic English, straight to your inbox. Natural English. I'm going to be doing a series of newsletters called Natural English. I will publish one of these newsletters once every four weeks so that you get the opportunity to see real-life conversations, phrases and vocabulary in everyday situations in English. You will also be able to learn about what mistakes are commonly made and the mistakes not to make in these situations. Going away for the weekend. This week we're going to talk about going somewhere for the weekend. If we do the same thing day in, day out, it's sometimes really nice to take a break and go somewhere different for the weekend. A change of scenery can do you the world of good. It has endless benefits too. For example, it's great for your stress levels. Getting away from work can mean a boost for your productivity. It allows you to spend time with family or loved ones, and it's great for recharging your batteries. And depending where you go and what you do, it can be wonderful for your culture. When was the last time you decided to get out of town for a couple of nights? I don't know if you get the same feeling, but when you decide to go away for a couple of nights, on paper you think, oh, it's only two nights, that's nothing. It will fly by. Is it even worth going? But in fact, once you're there and taking everything in, the two days and two nights seem a lot longer than you first thought. Time seems to slow down. That can't really be a bad thing, can it? It's so easy nowadays to book a trip. Long gone are the days of sitting for hours in the travel agents looking at travel brochures. We can do it from the comfort of our own homes at the click of a button. Click and go. The choice is endless too, and we can choose from many types of accommodation. So let's look at the different types of accommodation we can book before we carry on. So the first one everyone knows is a hotel, which is a building with rooms or apartments for rent, and it's usually for short-term stays. So how is a hotel different to a hostel? Well, a hostel is a low-cost option, and it's normally a type of communal accommodation that offers shared dormitory-style rooms and facilities for everyone. A bed and breakfast is a type of guest house. We can also call it a B&B. It's a type of guest house that offers overnight accommodation and breakfast for the guests. A holiday home rental is a rental property such as an apartment, a house or a villa that's rented out for short-term stays. You could also be daring and go to a campsite. Please notice I didn't say camping. You go to a campsite. The place is called Campsite. And what you do there is you go camping at the campsite. So a campsite is an outdoor location with facilities for camping, such as tents or RVs. If you're feeling adventurous too, you could go to a cabin, which is a small rustic type of accommodation, which is found in a natural setting, such as a forest or near a lake. And then in Britain, you've always got the option to go to a cottage, which is a small, cosy home often located in a remote area. 
which would be your accommodation of choice for a weekend getaway? So for the purpose of today's lesson, we are going to look at going away for the weekend to a house rental, so to an apartment or a house. So this is how the story goes. Josh and Chloe had been working their hands to the bone over the last few months, and their stress levels were through the roof. They decided they wanted to get away from it all and recharge their batteries with a change of scenery. Chloe turned on the computer and started to look for some accommodation. Josh, I'm just going to look and see if we can book an apartment or something similar. I think we'll be more comfortable in an apartment than in a hotel. What do you reckon? That sounds like a great plan. We can get up when we want and not have to rush down to breakfast. And we could even have a quick breakfast in the apartment before we go out for the day, if we don't fancy going out for breakfast. Yeah, cool. Let me take a look, and if I see anything that catches my eye, I'll let you know, Josh. Sometime later. Josh, I found a great apartment for our weekend away. It looks perfect. It's 500 metres from the city centre, and it seems there's a bus to the beach, if we decide we want to go. Perfect. Chloe, can you let me see? Are there any photos? Sure, look. Hmm, looks okay. Although it's a bit dark and the decor looks a bit old-fashioned. I know it's only for two nights, but I want to stay somewhere nice. Sorry if that sounds like I'm being a bit awkward, Chloe. It's okay. I thought the same, really, but the location and the price were right. There is another one that I liked. Here. It's slightly further away from the centre, but it's nearer the beach. Chloe shows Josh the other apartment. Oh yeah, that's the ticket. I love it. Doesn't matter about being a little further from the centre. I don't mind walking or catching the bus. Is there much difference in price? Well, not really. The first one was €120 a night and this one's €135. Okay, let's do this. I'll try and book it right now. It was available a few minutes ago. I hope no one's booked in the meantime. Chloe gets out her credit card and starts the booking process. She fills in all her details. Josh, we have to pay a 200 euro deposit up front for our reservation. What's that for? 200 euros? I think it's just to cover any damages we could cause. We, we have to pay it and when we get there, uh, we give it to the apartment owner. And when we leave, we'll get it back. Ah, okay. Well, let's hope we don't break anything then. You know how clumsy I can be. A few minutes later. Okay, we're all set. Booked. We just need to fill the car up with petrol, pack our bags and go. I can't wait for this weekend, Josh. It's going to be so much fun. Perfect. I can't wait either. I can't wait to get to know the area and breathe in the fresh sea air. So in that dialogue, a few phrases and expressions cropped up. The expression to work your hands to the bone. I think you may be able to imagine what that means, but it means to work really hard. To be through the roof, so their stress levels were through the roof. That means to be very, very high. 
We can also say, for example, the food prices are through the roof at the moment. It means they're very, very high. When somebody says to you, that's the ticket, it means that's just right. So if you gave me a cup of tea, for example, mid-afternoon, and I'd say, oh, that's just the ticket. That's just right. It's just what I wanted. Now, in British English, we use the word reckon a lot. So in the dialogue, it was, what do you reckon? Now, that means, what do you think? You can also use it in the context of saying, I suppose. So I reckon that it's going to rain later. I think it's going to rain later. I suppose. I reckon. Now, in English, when something catches your eye, it gets your attention. That new place on the corner in town caught my eye. I think we should go and have dinner there. The next one's an adjective, and it's awkward. Awkward. Pronounced with like or sound at the beginning. Now, it means difficult, but not an exam cannot be awkward, for example. When we use awkward, we're talking about something that causes an inconvenience. It's difficult. So the situation was awkward. It was difficult because it was inconvenient. Now, if someone says to you, you give them a suggestion, an idea, and they say, oh, that sounds like a plan. That means that's a great idea. Clumsy. Clumsy is an adjective and it's used to describe a person that's always breaking things or who moves in a difficult way and is always hurting themselves or hurting others, etc. When Chloe talks about paying a deposit in the dialogue, she's talking about money that she has to pay to secure something. So, for example, imagine you're buying a house and you want to secure the house for you, make sure that nobody else buys it. You have to put down a deposit to show that you're serious about buying it. Now, in this case, they have to put down a deposit in order to ensure that if anything gets broken, the cost is covered. And finally, the next word is slightly. Now, we use slight or slightly, and it means a little bit. It's a very, very common word used in British English, and we love to use it to soften direct language. Now, if you've been a newsletter member for a while now, you'll have heard me talk in the past about slight. So if I say to you, there's a slight problem with something, it means there is a little problem with something, or perhaps a big one, but I want to hide it and I don't want to be so direct. We love the word slight. So in the context of the dialogue, it said that the the second apartment was slightly further away from the city. Now, in this context of going away for the weekend and booking some accommodation, I wanted to mention the pronunciation of apartment. We don't say apartment. When you do that, you're adding an extra letter and you're actually adding an extra syllable. So listen carefully. We say apartment. Apartment. Now, very common words that are confused in this kind of context are the words installation and facilities. Now, an installation is when something is put somewhere so it's ready for use. So I could talk about my internet installation. So the installation of our internet connection was easy. I bought some new lamps the other day and I need someone to install them. So that means to put them ready so I can use them. 
Now, obviously, when we talk about facilities, we're talking about a place, a building, or some type of equipment that can be used to carry out an activity. So I could say the hotel had great facilities for all the family. There was a football pitch, there was a swimming pool, there was a games room. Facilities. So when we're talking about accommodation, we would talk about facilities, probably. Now, another one that students confuse a lot is the difference between to go out and to go away. Now, for me as a native speaker, when you say go out, that means that you're leaving your house or your current location to go somewhere. So you would go out to dinner. You would go out and go to the cinema. You would go out to the theatre, go out to meet friends. You would go out to a restaurant. You'd go out to the shops. But then you would come back to your current location and go to bed or whatever. To go away means to leave your current location for a longer period by travelling to a different place and staying there for a short time. So if you live in Madrid and you go to Barcelona for the weekend, you're going away for the weekend. This brings me on to various ways to say go away for the weekend. Now, we don't say to escape generally because that sounds like you've been in prison. So you can go on a getaway. You can go on a short trip. You can go away for the weekend. You can take a weekend break. You can go on a weekend break. And you can take a weekend trip. So on this side of the hemisphere, it's almost spring. We're going to get more daylight hours soon because the clocks change. Where will you be going on your next weekend away? And that's all for this week. Thanks very much for listening to Woodside Weekly. I'll be back again next week with more. If you did enjoy the podcast, then please remember to like and share. Thanks for listening.